Oh my god, hey guys. So it looks like we're starting. Um, yeah. So it's our first time doing this little podcast thing that we have going on. <laughs> um, so basically, for those of y'all that are new here, which is all of you, since this is our first one, Good point. Um, this is our little podcast that we're calling Stabbing Cabin. Stabbing Where Cabin. basically, me, my name is Jesse, and this is Michaela Williams. Elena over here. Mike T. Dog Roberts. Oh yep. my god. And we're all here to talk about our favorite murders and any other thing that might seem a little bit odd or skeptical or anything crazy like that. So yeah, murders. So, first of all, let's get started with um like what makes y'all like this type of stuff? Ooh, good, oh, that's a good question, actually. I, I wouldn't prepare for this question. <laughs> that's why I said we had to wait to talk was, about it until we actually... This wasn't on the, the list! Button. This wasn't a part of the program! This wasn't on the list! <laughs> Panic! <laughs> uh, Panic! So, let's just say Michael does not actually care about First off, this, that's not true. But uh, he's a good friend, and he's just I just supportive. don't like doing homework, and this requires a little bit of homework. So it does actually exactly. So you'll hear uh, no murders from Michael. He's just like our hype man. Well, since he called me out, this friendship can <laughs> be considered in the murder category. Oh my god! This okay. murder. Well, you you can talk about that during your little section, okay? <laughs> okay, Elena, what makes you into all this type of stuff? Um, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. I don't have like a specific like because I'm weird. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what um, a lot of people are going to think when they hear this. Right. Probably. You're not weird if you like this, though. I just want to tell that to to everyone out there. She's absolutely right. You're not, but Elena 100% is. I'm one of the oh, weirdest yeah. people you'll ever meet. That is 100% true. Facts. <laughs> facts. Big facts. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't like have button. anything specific. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, As long as I can remember, I just was really fascinated by any type of murder and all the details that I can get. Okay. What about you, Michaela? I like the fact that it looked almost like a puzzle, right? So trying to figure this out, like detectives, true detectives, <laughs> on the scene. Season one was good, season two not so good. Of what? True, true detectives. detectives. Well, is that a, a, it's a real, it's a real show. TV show. No, <laughs> actual TV I, show. No. And also, I think that I'm interested because I was born... When the Zodiac, what was it, Zodiac Killer? Yeah, yeah. you're his reincarnation. The exact hour. The exact hour and day that the Zodiac Killer and died, supposedly. The Zodiac suspected killer. Zodiac yeah, the Killer. Suspected Let's one. clarify the that. One that all the he was found was dead in his to. trailer of natural causes. Just had to throw that out there because this is a murder podcast. And then, I was and then Michaela was birthed. The next hour. Yep, and then kids just coming up missing in cars, you know? Shot up. <laughs> not me. Would you like to not confess me. something, Michaela? <laughs> Episode uh, one, listen. start it strong. All right, I'm going to start off with a confession. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> FBI, you heard it right. Yeah. They're probably oh, tapping nice. on this mic. They're gonna be knocking at this door. Bro, I was born in 1992. Way, way after the fact. So right. <laughs> It's not me. <laughs> right, anyway. Anyways, anyways right, before y'all just, uh... just skipped me, 
I actually do have an interest in <laughs> because I did go to school to be a detective. Oh, did you? A true I, detective. I actually was going to college to be a detective. <laughs> so Why do you sound you. so extra sassy right because now? Because y'all just skipped me. All right, Detective like, Roberts. Okay, Detective Roberts. Jesus. You're acting like everyone else already went. Literally Jesus. his favorite thing to Jesus say, though, Christ. Detective Roberts is on the case. Say it all the time. <laughs> this say it all the time. Every time there's any any slightest right. mystery, Detective Roberts, Roberts is on, on the case. case. He'd be popping out of nowhere. That's so true. In the oh. woods, in the bushes. Oh. Well, anyways, popping one of the reasons I case. like this type of stuff is I like always going like you know off the beaten path. I like I always like a little creepy story that'll keep you up at night. So like that's the reason I really like it, and like I don't know why I've always been interested in it. Like you know, like hearing like stuff that isn't so true. Like you always get like that suspension and disbelief. But whenever, like, you actually hear about a true crime murder that happens, it's like, holy shit, this actually happened. And, like, this is what I have to do to, like, make sure I don't get murdered. So, like, you know, that's another mm, reason. That's like, a good can... point. The more research you do, the safer you are. The safer yes. you feel. Exactly. He lives with the Zodiac Killers. <laughs> you that, are making yo. a mistake. <laughs> I've lived with the Zodiac Killer for almost three years now. Though. I'm going to go ahead and nip that in the bud now. <laughs> <laughs> She's not the Zodiac so, yeah. Killer. Plus, like, I just like... <laughs> I was shutting that down. I just like, like, creepy stuff. Like, I love horror films, but, like, you know, I like the horror films that are based on true stories a lot more just because it's like this could actually happen. It did actually happen. Yeah. That's but I mean, like, story. it could actually happen to you right now. To oh, you, yeah. right. Yeah. Like, I mean, all four of us could part ways tonight. I mean, Michaela and I aren't going to part too far away. <laughs> Somebody could get murdered tonight. That's one of us could get murdered. And if he be... gets murdered in his room and I don't, there's clearly a problem. <laughs> I'm going to say there's probably some motives. <laughs> there might have been a few motives. Oh, my God. But okay. you just know if you do get murdered, Detective Roberts is on the case. <laughs> okay. Okay, so do y'all uh, want to get started? Dive right in. Yeah, speaking okay. of murder. Speaking of murder. Um, Elena, would you like to go first? What we're talking about. Murder that we're talking about? We actually should probably tell them about our theme, or a theme we were supposed to have. Right, so our theme this week was uh, cold cases. I cheated a little. Shocker. Not my fault. (laughs) Uh, Like I said, my one was solved super recently, and I figured, I found the newest article after I did all the research. Not my fault. But (laughs) I can tie it into some other cold cases, so it's not like all the way cheating. So... Actually, Elena has a lukewarm case. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Somebody added some hot water. Okay. But anyways, um, yeah, so our theme was like the whole mysterious facade, like, you know, the killer could still be out there looking for all we know. I mean, mine, I'm pretty sure he's dead, but we'll get into that later. But yeah, Elena, you want to get a start? Uh, sure. So, let's see here. Uh, hey, hey, Michael. Oh, I'm about I forgot you Sorry, my uh, she needs I, have my, I have my notes on his phone. There you go. Okay. So, I did, I never heard of this one before. I don't know if anybody else has, but I did Arliss Perry. I've never heard of this Anybody one. Anybody ever heard of that one? Who? Arliss Perry. No. No. Okay. So, she is a 19-year-old newlywed. Um, she grew up in Bismarck, North Dakota. She married her high school sweetheart mm-hmm. at 19 years old. 
I can tell you Just right now. Just throw that out there. I can tell you right Not now. That's what happened. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, and he was a um, sophomore pre-med student at Stanford University. Mm. He did so it. So, that's yeah, why that's she locked that down so quick. He did it. Or that's who did it, because, you know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, they uh, they got married in August 1974, and within eight weeks, they moved by themselves to Stanford University. I read some, I read an article where her mom and said that uh, she was not happy about it. Her parents did not approve parents did it. of their marriage, and they did not want her to move. I mean, the parents could have. Um, slow down, slow down, hold your horses, okay? Like, everybody calm down a little bit, Okay. She was a receptionist at a law firm when she got murdered, and um, obviously, like I said, her husband was just going to school. Wow, her job did not care. Like it's a law firm. They're, they're detectives. Right. They're not detectives. They're lawyers. They're lawyers. They're pretty they much have like access to things. Actors, bro. They yeah, have they access. Don't, oh, they whoa. don't solve the case. Okay, let's not they start out this thing by offending all the lawyers that listen. They have yeah. access to Welcome things that we don't have access to. Currently. As regular everyday right. people. True. Before you get lawyered. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay, proceed. Okay, so <laughs> let's see here. I have like three suspects now. Okay. <laughs> October 2nd, 1974. I only have one. Um, yeah. So Arliss Perry and her husband, Bruce Perry, mm-hmm. get in a fight over... The tire pressure in their car. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a very bad fight over tire pressure. Wait, flaws. <laughs> 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 no, it does not. It not get any more specific than that. But apparently, there was a fight over tire pressure bad enough that she goes off by herself to pray at church. What was the weather like? She wasn't going off to pray at church. She, She's going to pray on something. She says, <laughs> now this is obviously from his side. He says after this fight, she says that she needs to go and pray and meditate. Probably to pray and meditate that her tire doesn't pop. At church. <laughs> and that is a memorial church on the Stanford campus. So she just walks there. Oh, um, wow. Because they lived on campus. Okay. So, um... At 3 a.m., her husband starts getting worried because she still hasn't come home. And he calls uh, the Stanford police and reports her missing. The Santa Clara Sheriff's Department goes and checks the church where he said that she was supposed to be heading to. Mm-hmm. They find all the doors locked. And instead of going inside and checking, they just say that she must not be in there and leave. Ooh. Sounds like some fine police work. Mm-hmm. Was she found in the church? So at 5.45 a.m., as the campus security guard goes to open the church, he finds her body seven feet from the church altar. She's face up with an ice pick sticking out of the back of her head. The handle's broken off and missing. Um, Mm -hmm. She was strangled first and then stabbed. And where was the priest? There is nothing anywhere a, about any priest. It's, it's a campus, just a it's campus, a campus church. It's just a campus church. <laughs> I'm just trying to collect. I mean, at my they job, can go, like, they can go in and out like detective. Yeah, my university, like you this know, like the chapel Notre at Dame my university. Cathedral, like. <laughs> it's like in the middle of everywhere, and like the it's just for students to go. Kind of lives like, off campus right. somewhere nearby, so like he doesn't. Right. He's nowhere near the right. church. Right, so, so he was not there in the night in question. No, there was never a priest ever. The janitor though. 
There's no janitor. So somebody was there to lock the doors. I'm getting there, y'all. Dang. Dang. Jesus. Um. So. Let's see, I said strangled and stabbed. She is naked from the waist down, and there was a candle between her breast and sticking out of her vagina. Well, if y'all can see Michaela's face right now. So, <laughs> I was like, what? Immediately, like, first investigators jump to, like, some sort of satanic worship, you know, because she's found in a church, like, degraded. So they immediately think this was like some sort of satanic the, ritual. Was there any upside down crosses? There was no upside down crosses. Okay. That um, is important. So, that was important. That is an important part. Did Satanists use um, that in their rituals though? I don't Sometimes. know. Satanist Let's churches find a Satanist and ask them. I mean, Anybody know any Satanists? Google yeah, it. I actually do. Of course oh, you do. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. We've well, watched Sabrina. That, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all the info you need. Bro. That's not really credible. Well, you ask your uh, Satanist friend and let us She's know. She's not my friend, first of all. Oh, sorry. Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> no, you're welcome. Because I had to consider a lot of things there in that, <laughs> in that few seconds. Woman? Who is this woman? <laughs> Thank so, you for clarifying. You know how she burns sage around here, Michael? She yeah, just that, wants us yeah. to think it's sage. That is not wow. a satanic thing. <laughs> wow. Anyway, they head. find... Um, <laughs> Semen on a kneeling pillow, which oh, is just movie. really disgusting to me. We got the part right there. And a palm print on the candle. What do you mean a palm print? Like, like someone's hand. And not on. the fingerprints, a like palm print. Yeah. Like your hand. Do you have? Listen, Palm Sunday, we in the church right now. I need, I need a clarification. This I is nowhere. <laughs> Literally There's no you. Palm Sunday going on. Jesus Christ. So, Didn't you say it was in the middle of October? Bro. What yeah. Palm Sunday are you doing in October? What <laughs> <laughs> church have you been to? That's so, okay, let's back it up a little bit, go through the timeline here. Uh, witness, they found um, witnesses. There were six people in the church. When this happened? When this, before this happened. I was about to say, they just, before, at 11.45, at 11.45, the security guard comes in, tells all the remaining people that he's locking up soon and that they need to, like, finish it up and work their way out. Um, the witnesses say that they track down four of the witnesses, um, plus the security guard, and there is one unidentified man that we'll get back to. Murderer. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was the husband at first. Murderer. Now you're not so sure, huh? I don't know. I, I had like so sure. my I, I went from three suspects to Jay. Right. That doesn't That's seem very that doesn't seem crime case. of passion. <laughs> no, he was like well, actually, I'm gonna murder my wife and case. stick a candle in between <laughs> Right. Does not seem just, no. You know, for some people that could be a kink. Maybe that's what he was Ooh. doing and he accidentally choked her out. Maybe so, and then like, So the ice pick and then stabbed her with an ice pick. Yeah, like no, no, after he was like, oh, this is about to look like crazy. Let me make it look well, like the satanic ritual. the strangling didn't kill her. The ice pick is what killed yeah, her. Yeah, so oh, what I'm thinking might have happened is yeah. he might have strangled that her. Up. He <laughs> thought he took <laughs> it too far. So then he was like, oh, I just I'm have to finish the job. And cover it up. And then he realized, like, maybe she flailed or something. He realized she was still alive. And, like, you know, he had already molly her. So he was like, oh, I can't get in trouble. I gotta stab this chick. Because I can't, like, you know, have her going around telling people I almost killed her by choking her. Okay, well. I mean, that happens. He was trying to get his rocks off. Let's, go through, the, let's go through the suspects and y'all okay. can people tell me what out. you think. Okay. 
I'm still gonna say that uh, that's not it. And yeah, I'm the actual so. detective in the room. Oh my so. god. <laughs> so, uh, suspect number one, Bruce Perry, the husband. He's yes, looked at first, obviously. Obviously. Um, sophomore pre med student at Stanford. He's the one that reported her missing after their supposed fight. Um, higher pressure. But he's ruled out very quickly because the police say he acted like a distraught husband would act. There was nothing suspicious about any of his behavior. And the DNA. And Prince did not match him. He gave them willingly. Oh, yeah, there's mm. the semen. Right. So, suspect two, Stephen Crawford. He was the security guard. He was a military vet, a past police officer who got fired for shoplifting. So, now he's the campus security. Wow, talk about a down. Uh, in Ooh. 1992, he's arrested for... Um, Stealing bronze statues and over 300 rare books from the university as revenge against them. Like revenge for him getting investigated against because of this? Or? Revenge for... I don't know what his what the university did to him, but apparently he needed to steal things from them as revenge. Okay. So um, I'm going to rule him But out. also... He doesn't the, kill people, but just steals everything. the DNA and <laughs> the, uh, the DNA it? and the palm print does not match him either. Oh, he probably okay. stole the palm. There is the semen. Probably stole the candle. So, next subject, the son of Sam serial killer, which I've never heard of before. I've heard of this guy. I yeah. don't remember much about him, but I remember... I didn't do any research on him in case somebody, like, decided to do him later or something. Ooh, Sam serial killer? Son, son of, of Sam. Sam. Son of That's Sam. That's what he went by. So, he confessed, after he was arrested, he confessed, um, but the police eventually decide that it was a false confession and that he actually had nothing to do with it. To this particular murder, or? To this particular murder. He did all his murders. (laughs) And then... That one right there, didn't do. Uh, so this was five... What year was this again? 1974. Oh, yeah, the, Sam is, the son of Sam started in 76, so he was, he may have been inspired by it, but I don't right. think he did. Right, uh, that's, they eventually yeah. say, like, that he's just making stuff up t- for whatever I mean, reason. You have to start somewhere. Right. So. You never started. Um, I'm not saying I did. <laughs> this, is, this is also around the, um, the whole Manson times as well. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. because of the, like, ritualistic aspect of it. That's why they ruled it. They think that they... One of the theories floating around was that it was like a small, like, sect of people who were following him, and they had found her and killed her because she was alone. Drinking the Kool-Aid, if you will. That's, that's not the same. I know it's not the same, mm-hmm. but essentially they're doing the same thing. That's the, the metaphor. Not, not at all. Okay. Think about not it. Not at all. And then finally... I'm about it. <laughs> we work our way to the mystery man. Who witnesses gave great description. Did they? What is it? Long, what? Brown <laughs> hair, t shirt, jeans, sandy blonde, <laughs> sandy blonde hair, medium build, approximately 5'10, and he wasn't wearing a watch. Wow. Know don't know who people. noticed that and don't know why it was important that he wasn't wearing a watch. I'm going to just go off the radar now because that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> that does, could match Jesse. Well, she okay. said that this was already solved, so you're good. <laughs> Remember, it's a loop. Oh, warm. it did get solved. Yeah, yeah. very, it's very recently. She did say that. Yeah, it's right. A loop. Yes. See, am I the only one paying attention? Yo, very recently. <laughs> it gets solved. Was it the mystery man? 
Did they find we her? Are, well, we're gonna get to that. Okay. So I'm not gonna tell you. I'm <laughs> leaving down. it off right there. Okay, spoilers. Jesus. Simmer down, guy. So. I already uh, spoiled in game for Elena. You spoiled in game for me. Right. Fighting you on. Um, forty, uh, over forty years go by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They keep working on the case. They're, you know, they say it never goes cold. They're always working on it, whatever. Mm. Which means it's ice cold. They never find this mystery man. Um, they keep ruling people out, but they're not ruling anybody else in. Uh, finally, as, like, DNA uh, technology progresses, they decide, let's run it again. Mm-hmm. And they get a match. Mm. To Stephen Crawford. Who? The, the security, security guard. guard. Yeah. Who, it had ruled him out originally. Did I say? Yeah. But. You called that one. Better technology and better testing shows that it, uh, it does match him. Do they have, like, a motive for why he would have done this? Getting there. Okay. So, the police had been uh, interrogating him, and when they finally get the arrest warrant, they go to his, he had a studio apartment at this point. He was 72. Mm-hmm. Um, they knock on the door. He says that he needs to get dressed really quick and that he'll just be a minute. Try to sneak I'm just out picturing an Thinking. old man. <laughs> 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 Gotta get my loafers on. He's got pictures, Donnie. Thinking that he's like just stalling, they use the key that they had acquired to open his door. Mm-hmm. When they walk in, he's sitting on his bed with a pistol and shoots himself once in the head. So they never get to interrogate him. They never get to... There was no justice. There was... Neighbors, they talked to the neighbors. They said that he was a grump... He was grumpy, but didn't seem... Like, he seemed harmless. So they were all pretty surprised. In his house, they find a rambling suicide note that doesn't particularly say anything about the murder, but it's, like, so crazy that they're still trying to decipher it. Mm-hmm. Um... They also find a lot of stuff about serial killers, and he had a book called The Ultimate Evil, which was about the death of... The girl? Yeah. Oh. oh. So he had a book about her death. Like a trophy. Arliss Perry. He had a book about her death in his house. Right. So, um, where it kind of goes back around into, like, cold case area... Within the years that he was a security guard there, there was four killings, including the one I just talked about. Hmm. There was also 21-year-old law clerk and Stanford graduate, so same school, Mm -hmm. Leslie Perlove. She was found strangled with her skirt pulled up around her waist Mm -hmm. um, in the foothills near campus. This was February 16th, so it was... Like, just a few months after. No, it was a little bit before. Oh, before. 1973. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't hear you. So, this was like a year before, a year, before, a yeah. year and some months. Then, September 11th of 1973, David Levine, a junior at Stanford, is okay. found stabbed 15 times next to the library. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, shortly after that, Janet Taylor is found strangled. And thrown into the ditch. And she was the daughter of the Stanford athletic director. Mm -hmm. So they're all 
about the same age, same area, all within the time that he's working there. So all of those people were before the girl. All of those people were before the girl. Like, they lead up to hers, and then it, like, culminates. And so that makes like sense. It's like a progression. It's like he, he yeah, because the first one's just strangled, and the next one gets stabbed, like, brutally, and then the next one is strangled and thrown in a ditch. Mm-hmm. So it seems like he's escalating. Mm-hmm. Um, before his grand finale. Right. And then uh, who knows what he did after that, too. Who knows what else happened? There, the police detective on the case said that they're creating like, a cold case board and Mm -hmm. trying to link him to what they can, but it's hard because he killed himself and they can't get any more information information out of him. At first they said that they believed no other murders were related to him, and then the next day they backtrack and say that they're actually looking into the possibility Mm. that these are related to him. But... Oddly, it's hard because there was multiple serial killers in the area at the time. So like, they're trying, gold, like, trying to separate whose victim was whose. Right. Yeah, it's like the golden age of serial killers. It was. So trying was to, out there like, killing at that point in time in her past life. <laughs> so trying to decide, like, whose victim belonged to who is really difficult, obviously. Um, I think he probably did it because they were all on Stanford campus. I agree. I mean, he and, like, I kind of feel like... If that was his last one, maybe it was because, like, you know, these other ones didn't seem as mainstream. And then this last one seemed like it got some buzz around it. Right. It got a lot of media attention. Um, they say that the the ritual aspect of it was probably just him trying to cover it up and, like, throw suspicion on, you mm-hmm. know, like, the fear of Satanist cults at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so could have been him. My question is, it's like, during this time... Was there like zones that serial killers had? Like, hey, like, you get like gang wars. Like, like they had like, this secret, area. Like, I feel I'll yeah, take over like, here. Like, hey, whoa! Like serial I don't killer think they had a dinner party. Said, hey, <laughs> guy, this is my spot. I'm over here, you know. Night stalker. Doing They're circling thing. maps. I know. Jack the Ripper pops in. It's like, okay, just as long as I can have London. <laughs> so, so stay Jack out of London. It was way gone, bro. It was, <laughs> it was way, way before that. I know. It's, you yeah, don't know. It's, he was never found. Maybe he's still out there. So he's like 200 years out. Has like the fountain Maybe. use. So no. just a little like no. random facts about That's it at the, the end here. That's just question I had, you know, like turf wars, like Zodiac killers, like, hey dog. You gonna let like, me finish? I never got to finish my thought before. <laughs> Can you imagine them fighting each other? Like, you know, like, awesome. They're in there slashing at stuff. each other. Like, one just pops up, like, this is my spot. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, the Crips and Bloods, like, run into each other. Like, <laughs> like Batman versus like. Superman. It out. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Like, hey, old Holmes, you killing on my spot? Yeah, you they, killing in my turf? <laughs> you better get back to your town, cut. Nah, Something like that. my spot. Oh my god. Okay, so just some random facts to finish it up here. Um, Her dad spent his whole life obsessing over her crime and trying to find the killer. He unfortunately died three months before he was caught, which is a bummer. That is a bummer. Um, And also, this is just a thing I found really weird. Her funeral was held, pews were packed. At that church. In the church church? where she was found murdered. Well, they didn't have to take the body far. Her, she, they, it was, her, like, you know, casket was less than 40 feet from where her body was found. Oh, that's not cool. Um, (laughs) and the reverend who gave her eulogy said, 
She is now part of us, filling the church with her glorious presence. Oh. That's weird. So basically, she's haunting that church now. She is forever (laughs) a part of that church. Forever. I just found that, like, a really... You do you, but to me that's real weird. I would not Top want to ten know choices. About that. <laughs> you would not want to know about no, that. It's I'm like be thinking about them candles the whole time in church. Like, no. They're doing like a they campus really tour, like you know the admissions is giving a tour. This is our chapel. Um, she was found with the candles. But you know what? Come to school here. You know what? I guarantee someone saw that though and went home and tried it. Stick the candle between I wonder if like that brought that's Ooh, probably how I that's probably not. how the whole kink for candle waxing. That's how I got started. Uh, no. that, no, that predates that. Okay. <laughs> that's how that's I got started. Longer than me. <laughs> I'm like that predates that dude. No. Mm. Just pop up six. That's wild. <laughs> well, he started okay. a whole BDSM, huh? Michaela, you got yours ready? Oh, do I have mine ready? Or does my corner share his yet? Which one do I have? We've I already talked about this. Mine is a cold case. It's in creation. Because I can't figure out why our friendship's dead, but it's fine. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Now, we're still in the 70s, bro. Let's set the tone. 1975, right? Wow. Whoa, really close. Really We were close. on the same wavelength here. Crazy, right? The 70s are ripe for the picking, though, so. It was. Like I said, they were literal turf wars. That's why so many <laughs> slasher yeah. films must have came out in the 80s. All these people were like, Right, they were very inspired. True, but I don't think this one made it to the movies because this one's kind of not okay at all. Is anyone okay? Oh. Like, I'm telling you, like, children at a whole nother level. Oh, this is about to be a real bummer. Oh, God. I'm sorry, guys. <sighs> I mean, mine involved kids, too. The kid I was killers looking for is one, really... and I was like, yo, this one's actually, like, there really interesting. Right, well, Bone chilling. Okay. Oh, here I we needed. go. All right, all right settle in. Oh, exactly what I needed. Because this guy was never found. Of course he was. Well, it's a cold But there is so. hope, though. Oh, okay. There is hope. Because it's so I recent, get? he might still be alive. He could still be alive. Yeah, this was 1975. He could still be alive. All right. So, um, let's start it out. Miss McKenzie's body was found on June 10th of 1975 in the area of Interstate 696, all right, in Farmington Hills. I don't know where that's at. Somebody, <laughs> you can look it up. Wait, how Google. old was she? Huh? How old was she? Who, the girl? Yeah. Miss McKenzie. I'm pretty sure she was like 43, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she, it starts out with an adult. It starts out, it progresses. <laughs> okay, okay. It progresses. Oh, this okay. makes sense. It's in Michigan. Is it in Michigan? Oh, it does make Michigan? a lot oh, of sense. Yeah, it does because this place so here is just so gloomy in the Midwest at the top. Yeah. Right. It's just like it breeds serial killers. No offense to uh, it does, no offense to Michigan. But well, I mean, but we're also in Columbus, Ohio. Go Bucks. So, yeah, yeah Michigan is trash. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> so I can come. Michigan is not gonna like us. <laughs> no, they I mean, not. I'm all inclusive. I love everyone. So. I mean, I like. Uh, <laughs> okay, Switzerland. <laughs> You're like, what do I like in Michigan? Let me think. Detroit. Nice. Detroit is okay. Yeah, I had a layover there one time. They were nice. <laughs> Had a layover. It's a real nice. I want someone so threw their drumsticks not... at me at a concert in Detroit. That was nice. That's oh, cool. there you okay. Go. okay. So just saying, we're not judging Michigan because uh, we're from Ohio. So it's sure. like we're on the same wavelength here. Um, on yeah. the same it's wavelength. all gloom and doom up here. Right. Very much. So. <laughs> Fun stuff. All right. Back to this. We had Jeffrey Dahmer. So now, her body was found uh-huh. after a while after she had been abducted because she went missing. She was a young mother. Okay. Okay. Uh. Well, not too young, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I could be messing up her age. I'm going to get back to that in a moment because I didn't take notes like Elena. 
I'll do that next time, guys. All Obviously, right. one person. We're just going to do a section in our podcast, post mortem every time, where our viewers just tell us how much we suck at gathering information and be like, hey, this is what... I'll do my homework next I time. I mean, Jeez. I think I did pretty good. She did. Am, she, I'm like, a, teacher's petted that bad boy. She got the gate. Elena is, a te- is the definition of a teacher's pet. Wow. She's like the student out of all I am still right in college, so I think I'm just in the zone of it, you know? All right, listen, y'all. Back pet. to the story. Now, Timmy King was discovered in March 22nd, 1977, which is some time later. Oh, the That's a So big they didn't break. link these murders together until later down the road. Because at first it was children. Mm-hmm. And it was Timmy King. Let me see who else the names were. Sorry, y'all. Um, Darlene McKenzie was one. That's when we talked about it first. And it was like a couple more kids. I'll get to the names as I get down here. But anyways, he was 11. And he was abducted. And um, I think it was like close to two weeks. Every child was found two weeks after they were abducted. And they were found like, you know, fully clothed, bathed, clothes repressed. Put on the side of the road. I know. Like the boy in the box. I know exactly what one you're talking about now. It just clicked for me. Yeah. And. This is a real bummer. Yeah. And one of the mothers, she got on the television and was like, hey, bring my kid back. And she was like, I just want to, if you come back home, I'll get you some KFC. One of the kids, when they found his body, they found out his last meal was KFC. So this oh, guy yeah, was like I have heard watching the news. He yeah. got he that's just kicks the, out of this. That's the like detail that just like broke my heart exactly. a little bit. <sighs> so you got you're looking for a male, clearly. Yeah. Um, of Destiny's people, no women's just about to be out here just because these kids were sexually tortured. Yeah, uh, that's not that's a man. So you're looking for a man who's very what's it called detail oriented because the kids' clothes were pressed. So maybe someone with a military background. Maybe. Very tactical, know. could be. Maybe. But that's too obvious, I think. Sometimes. I don't know. Cause being t- too obvious would eliminate it. Well, no, because, like, like oh. one of the first things you learned in the military, obviously, is to keep. Yeah, but this predates the military. It predates the it military. Predates the military. No, not <laughs> predates the military. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about in a person, like, a person, like, they're already meticulous. These people start. Having thoughts, most of them at younger ages. Right, like yeah. she's saying, so they're already organized. Okay, earlier. well maybe he got the. But thought. he got training through the military. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, you guys we are going know. way left field. All right. Whoa. Okay. Way left field. Let's let her just continue. First right, off, only one of us. Off. First off, only one of us is a detective in this room. Detective Michael. Robinson. If you say it one more time, true time. I'm about to pop true, off on true you. Detective. <laughs> It's okay if Michael were a so true next detective, week's... he'd be a season two true detective. Oh. Wow. That is hardcore shots fired. <laughs> shots. All right, Michaela. But at first they linked just the children together. Okay. Um, saying like, oh yeah, all of these children were, uh, you know, from the same murder because they were all, they all look similar. Brown hair, white kids, young, um, but no one linked the woman, the older woman. Till later because she was a black woman. She was older, but she was actually before them. But she okay. was murdered. She was kept for a few days, murdered, put on the side of the road in the same manner that your children were. So he, like, hardcore escalated. Yeah, straight. Boom. Yeah. Do you think that between that those years break, he was committing other murders, but they just haven't, like, linked them to him? Or do you they think he really to took a huge break? Because you have to look at it like, this is one area, and... 
from what you can see from most serial killers, they never stay in one location at a time. Right. They move so they, because they feel like, oh, walls are closing in. I need to get somewhere new to start again. Yeah. So you could look at it like, oh, this is the 70s. We didn't have that much. I'm going to go here, murder some kids. Oh, feel like the walls are caving in. Let me go ahead and move to a new location and start fresh. Because that's how they look True. at it. Mm-hmm. What's his name? We just watched. And I said I probably would have been one of his victims with my hair like this. Oh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. That yep. dude did the same thing. Murdered yes, in did. Washington. Charming as hell, though. Murder. Yeah. Right. Not in a good way, though. It's a crazy not in a good way. <laughs> At the time, <laughs> though, everyone classic. could not believe he did it because of how down to earth he was. Yeah. Handsome, charismatic, like, you never know. You never suspect the good looking ones. They mm-hmm. always manage to. Yeah. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't ugly. That's what I'm saying. Weird as hell, but. That he means that could be a suspect. Ugly. Okay, now let's um. stop. Get out of here. <laughs> let's not take it too far, all right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I clearly did not do, take as many notes. So, um, yeah. Were there any suspects or anything? There were no suspects. Oh, he was good. No suspects. Okay. That's really good. Cool. Still, day. to this day. Jeez. Wow. And, uh, the daughter of the woman who went missing... She's actually trying to work with the police department to try to see if her mother's... Because her mother's case is very similar. So they just linked them together. Right. And she's, like, um, working with them trying to get the cases wow. solved. Huh. But there's no suspects. I bet it's because he was so meticulous. He probably he was, left no evidence. Like, in the parents... One of the parents said they were out to eat. And they kept telling the kid weeks before because kids were going missing. Don't go up to a car. This, that, and third... They literally, like... Ignored all that. No. They didn't see their kid for, like, ten minutes, and the kid was gone by that time. Wow, so he, he was, was quick. I don't know how he was doing it. Military background. Okay. Oh, my God. He was, like, <laughs> pennywising it up in the sewers, like, hey. There you go. Oh, yeah. you want <laughs> Luring him in. Yeah. Ooh, that's ten minutes. That's so scary. That's what right. I'm saying. Military background. He just came in. What is it called? Black Ops? Yes. Swooped them. You know, they literally are trained to get in and out of places in under five minutes. That's sad. Without being noticed as much as possible. Exactly. Especially like special ops. It's obviously a guy who doesn't have like super distinguishable features though. If he was going unnoticed all of this time, he probably was like... You know what? He was Really good at blending in. He was probably wearing a watch. (laughs) (laughs) Cloaking mechanism. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably wearing a watch. That's what. That's what gave him his powers. <laughs> but maybe a next time I'll just like in a couple. No, not next podcast, but a couple more podcasts into it, we could revisit this again where With I have more, more details. notes. Yes. See if there's any more suspects. Why don't you just look way? it up real quick. See if yeah. you see any article or about it or anything. I did pull up an article, but. <laughs> I'm not about to read that whole article. I think I almost did. I almost did this one though. You, you just be reading it. Yeah, you can read the article yourself. I'm glad I'm I changed my nice mind because I started to do this one first. You know how sorry I would have been. She would have been so mad. I'm like, look, the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Let me just pull out old trusty. Oh, tre- oh, good old faithful John Benet Ramsey. I was about to do uh, her, but at least uh, we would have had more details had Elena did it. <laughs> no, not that much more. <laughs> no, that's what I was. That's I what I was so. getting ready to say. I didn't do it because there's so few details that it, exactly. I didn't feel like it would be long enough. With the Zodiac killer? 
No. Oh, <laughs> I just did. How's the Zodiac Killer got a like, fair the amount? Zodiac Killer has a lot of details. Yeah. I just watched week. something on that. That's how I know that uh, I was born on that day. I was like, because we were watching it and they said, he died on August 26, 1992. I said, what did they just say? And Pause. just rewind that. And Jesse's face was like, mmm. Oh my god. I'm roomed with the Zodiac Killer. And I was like, no, it's not the same hour. And then, what was it? What time did he die? He died at like 6 a.m. California time. And Kayla was like, I was born at like 9 a.m. And I was like, um, she was like, so see, I can't be. And I was like, Michaela, was that California time or Ohio time? And then she was like, oh. No, it was like, it was after my number. So it was like 9, it had to be like, and but the three hours go backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So I was born at that hour. Which Dang. is weird. Anyway, that's enough about that because people are going to think I'm like, Obsessed. People are gonna think you're crazy. I mean, with this, can we cuss on this? Yeah, yeah. Children may be listening to this murder podcast. She's been censoring herself this whole time because she's afraid that children are listening to murder. That's horrible. That's they got a whole nother set of issues. If that's when we were kids, we played with Tamagotchis. Kids nowadays, murder. Right. Okay, so I guess we can move on to mine. I'm right. turning back the clock a little bit. Y'all were all in the 70s, Jesus. post everything. Post mine is June 10th, 1912. I know okay. this one. So in a world pre before the Titanic even sank. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's when did the Titanic sink? I think it sank in 1914, didn't it? Yes, I maybe. don't know. I'm pretty sure it did. That's not my murder. I never made it to the movie. That would have been a good unsolved murder. The Titanic? 19- oh, I lied. Oh. It sank in 1912. So it was the same year. Oh. So this was a few months after. Wait, too. the Titanic is murder? So no, it no. is, depending on who you ask. Shut okay. up. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we have the suspect. Learn something new every this day. Isn't we a do have the suspect. This, this isn't a conspiracy yeah. podcast. Sorry, okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Say that for your conspiracy podcast. Blame it on my man, Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so this took place. (laughs) This took place in Villisca, Iowa, and it was more of a like y'all had like other murders that may have occurred, and some suspects, as you'll hear, may have had that case for mine because it's still unsolved, unlike yours, Elena. But (laughs) hers is lukewarm. We've covered it. Well, I'm not. I'm not throwing shade on you. It's just you're the you had some suspects lined up. Wow. Hers is lukewarm. But um, it took place in Villisca, Iowa, June 10th, 1912, and it was an entire family and two guests. So it was a total of eight people that were murdered. Jess is going hard. Hard. (laughs) Go in. I think I know this one. And I'm gonna go hard. I, I think know. you do. I think you know this one. We've all talked. Because heard it's, talk about this his, one. it's his thing. Well, for this the, is my murder. For it's... the rest of us who don't know. Oh, yeah. What? Michael's a, he's a virgin. Papa's cherry. <laughs> okay, cool. Ew. Just don't be too rough with it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so anyways, the Moore family consisted of the parents, Josiah, who's 43, Sarah, who is 39. Um, their four children was Herman, 11, Mary, 10, Arthur, 7, and Paul, 5. Um, and they were a well-known and well-liked family in their community, so, like, you know, they were the family, I'm just picturing this, but, like, you know, when the new family moves into the neighborhood, they're the ones with the baskets being like, hey, welcome! Probably Bible, seeing how all of their kids have a biblical name to it, basically. They are! This actually involves a church. Good detail. That's why I am the detective in the room. (laughs) That was Um, but anyways, on June 10th, 1912, Mary Catherine... 
invited um, some of her friends. So I remember Mary was 10 years old? Yeah, 10. Um, so basically, she invited her friends Anna May and Lena Gertrude Stillinger. Um, Anna was 8 and Lena was 12. Just spend the night at the house. Um, so basically, they went to evening church. Um, which, expected. back in the day, evening church was a little bit earlier, because, like, you know, they didn't have electric as much back then, so. Yeah, Benjamin Franklin. When it was right. dark, your house Makes was dark. Makes sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, anyways, they had electric. It was just, like, you know, more secluded. Well, yeah, since you know? Benjamin right. Franklin. They're, in, they're like, out electricity. in Iowa, too, so. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but anyways, Probably so they went to church it. during the day, did, like, farm work all day, went to their evening church and all that. And, um, when they were at evening church, the story goes, I'll just tell you this part later. But anyways, they came back from evening church. I'm getting there. I, I need, th- that can be <laughs> for the postmortem. So, wait. I feel like I just missed, like, <laughs> right. like this is part one of Infinity War, and so I'm still waiting on part two. Flash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, so Jesus. they got back from their evening church, it was dark, tired, the girls played around for a little bit, because, like, you know, they had visitors over, the boys probably played around too. And then they went to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at 7 a.m. the next day, the neighbor, Mary Peckham, became concerned after she noticed that the family had not come out to do their morning chores at 7 a.m. the next day. First of all, I sleep in. So. I don't do anything at 7 a.m. <laughs> at 7 a.m. I have not started my morning chores. <laughs> I'm already at work at 7 a.m., so I'm, I'm getting here. Well, you're different. <laughs> <laughs> Your job um, sucks. I am them. Mm. But like, you're not doing morning chores. You don't. No, I'm not out milking the cows at seven a.m. <laughs> right. Don't worry about that. Exactly. <laughs> She's just saving the children of the future. <laughs> or future murderers, you know. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> oh God. Um, but whenever she noticed that and became a little alarmed, she knocked on their door, and whenever nobody answered, she tried to open it and discovered it was locked. Shocker. So, shocker. Like a good neighbor. Someone's door is locked. <laughs> that was a weird. In 1912, I feel like not many people locked their doors. Well, you're probably right. They never locked their they doors. N- right. That's well, not a, that's that's why, a new why thing. Is the door locked? That's why stuff like this happened. You're right. Right. But like a good neighbor, um, she started to do the morning chores for them. <laughs> oh, wow. She's a neighbor. <laughs> she left her chickens out. She fed the um, cows. I think, yeah, so she, like, let their chickens out and started doing some of the farm work. And then um, she ran to her house to call someone because, Mm -hmm. like, you know, they didn't have cell phones back then. So she called Ross Moore, Josiah's brother. Um, And like the neighbor, he received no response when he came to the house. He knocked on the door and shouted. (laughs) Hey, yo, open up. Hey, yo, open up. Hey, Josiah, open the door. (laughs) So um, he unlocked the door with his copy of the key because back then they could still make copies of keys. <laughs> you what? That technology was available. What? Oh. I think I'm just like construing in my mind what was available in 1912, and I'm saying things weren't available when they actually were. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Wasn't this like the, the industrial age? Like, yeah. right? Yes. Were happening. They're like booming. Um, popping. We're. St- I'm stupid. Okay, that's what the point of this podcast is to prove. <laughs> oh. Well, now that you've got the theme, thanks for coming. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> Glad it so, took us um, this whole time to tell you what this was really about. Thanks Anyways, for coming. So he went inside the house with his copy of the key, um, and the neighbor stood on the porch. He went into the parlor, opened the guest bedroom door, and he found Ina and Lena's bodies in the bed. Who is that? That those were the visitors. Oh. Uh, so like the two girls. Bad that were time to visit. Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh. 
I think I heard this when I was a kid, like, you know, when I was just stumbling around the Travel Channel late at night. And, like, I think that weekend I was supposed to go stay with a friend. And you didn't. <laughs> I, like, didn't want to because no! I was just afraid I was going to get Traumatized. <laughs> you saw this on the Travel Channel? Right. This That's because this there's also some paranormal stuff apparently with this house. So it was on, like, one of their ghost shows. Uh, okay. That comes on, on like, Friday sense. nights. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> sure I was just like, what, bro? No, it wasn't Ghost Hunters. It was Weird Travels or something like that. I like Ghost Weird Hunters. Travels? Yeah. That's what I would name my show, and I would talk about someone getting murdered, oh getting murked. Up would you stay there, I don't know. No, I would I not right. stay there. I was like, that's weird. No, um, why would I stay there? <laughs> nothing, wants, nothing says, let's go to a destination, than two people getting murdered. But <laughs> in that destination. That's actually eight people. So it's fine. Yeah. Sorry. Even more no, so. No, it's not fine. <laughs> let me... Clarification. <laughs> let, me, let me go and I mean, he didn't know that yet. He doesn't know this full story. He told yet. us eight people died. Yeah, true. <laughs> you guys just don't think I'd be paying attention? Yeah, <laughs> You're a little silly. But anyways, um, so whenever he noticed that, he had told the neighbor to go to her house and call the peace officer, um, Hank Horton. Um, clearly there was no peace going on here, so I don't know why. He arrived after, and he searched the rest of the house. So the brother must have just went outside and waited, because he was just freaking out, because these two girls... I can tell waiting. you how that went. He walked in and was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> walked right back out. Exactly. I can tell you how that went. Right. Josiah, look, Josiah was a brother. He might have been white, but Josiah was <laughs> acting like a brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> Josiah, okay, anyways... So when the cop came, um, he searched the house and found out the the entire family had been murdered as well, not just these two girls. And the murder weapon, um, he determined, was an axe because everyone had been bludgeoned to death. And there was, like, blood all over the ceilings, the walls, and everything. So that's where the term axe murderer probably came from. No, there's many. Before <laughs> that. Many. This dude was doing nothing new. Sure. There's like the new Lizzie Borden did murders. her thing before this. There's like, yeah. I think. Yeah, she was did. Was that before this? Yeah. No. Wait. I no. Know. I don't know. She was later. It was like 1916, 19 something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not good. I'm not so good with dates <laughs> either. I'm not good with anything for a um, Yeah, you oh. just kind of failed today. So, anyways. I didn't know we had to take notes. <laughs> That's my excuse. So going, okay. She'll redeem herself, don't worry. She'll come back really hard next time. Excuse me. So anyways, the doctors had concluded that the murders took place between midnight and 5 a.m. How did they determine that in 1912? Because they like, looked at the blood and determined how coagulated it was or something like that. They just touched the blood and was like... Yep, definitely around midnight. <laughs> midnight. This tastes like midnight. <laughs> Since y'all can't I'll see, Michaela, Michaela did a, like, a little finger dip and then licked it. <laughs> it's about midnight. It tastes like midnight. Um, I feel like every murder in 1912 was just done at midnight. Probably not. Well, but... you know, blood starts coagulating after a certain amount of time. Yeah, I get that. So, so like... just the consistency, maybe? I don't know. Between your fingers? So we're all crime scene investigators. Here's the creepiest here. part. You ready, Michael? This was the part I skipped earlier, and you're like, "What are you doing, bro?" Um, so the police determined that the um, based on there being cigarette butts in the attic, mm. while the family was at church the night before, someone had sneaked into their house and went up into the attic and waited for them to return back from church and like turn in for the night to murder these people. Ugh. This sounds so familiar, but that I haven't right. heard this one. 
Well, I mean, again, that goes back to no one locking their doors in 1912. No, like, this is very It's so disturbing to me because, like, my biggest fear is someone is secretly living in my house. Is this the only murder you got? Or you got another one with this one? This one's the only one. There's, like, another one we've talked about in the past, but I'm saving that for a different podcast. Okay, because it sounds just like that. (laughs) But um, that one's a little more creepier. Maybe it's the same person. No, it's not. It was a different millennium. I don't know which one he's talking about. But, but anyways, okay, so we're okay. going to proceed. He's going to bring that one later, and then I'll bring this back up. This okay. moment. So anyways, along so based with, on forensic evidence yes. of back in the day, <laughs> they determined that the Moore family and the guests went to sleep, and um, the killers began in the master bedroom, where the parents were sleeping, because you know that's where parents sleep in the house, in the master bedroom. Really? Yeah. Um, and Josiah received more blows from the axe than any other victim. In fact, his face had been cut so badly, his eyes were missing. Maybe it was his ex Oh, dang. And then they used the blade of the axe on Josiah, but they used the back end of the axe for everybody else. Um, what a weird detail. So then they proceeded into the children's rooms. They bludgeoned Herman, Catherine, Arthur, and Paul in the head in the same manner as their parents. And then they returned back to the master bedroom. To, like, mollywop Josiah a few more times. Because, like, you know, apparently killing him he the first really time wasn't He really pissed enough. them off. How weird. <laughs> he really made some And then, him. whenever they returned, the reason they know that they returned was because there had been a shoe that had filled with blood while he was, like, you know, walking around the house killing more people. And they act like either this person or persons knocked over the shoe when they came back to, like, ax him up some more. So they're like, okay. oh, he had to come back to try to get some more. Um... So, basically, after that, they didn't realize the guests were in there or something, because after all this had happened and they returned back to the master bedroom, they discovered the guests and then murdered them last in their bedroom. Mm. I was like, oh, there's two more people here. <laughs> Might as well finish the job. This is um, But luckily, I mean, I guess this is luckily or not, um, the <laughs> investigators believe that everyone except for Lena Stillinger, one of the guests, had been asleep when they were murdered. Like, I feel like if I was murdered, I'd want to be asleep. Like, yeah. you know, I don't want right. to, like, experience small, all of it. Like, small, small uh, <laughs> victories there. <laughs> if there is a victory, I guess. I mean, I don't I want to be small, killed in my sleep at five small. years old. But they determined that she Little was dude. possibly awake because there was reference that she um, may have tried to fight back because she was oh. lying crosswise on the bed. So, like, instead of, like, laying the length of the bed, she was, like, laying sideways on the bed. How, like, terrifying to be, like, a small child and you wake up and somebody's, like, axed everyone else in the house? Like, he's probably still axing homegirl when she woke up. That's what she was like, oh, my God, trying to get off the bed. And he was like, nah, and came over there to her. Um, but Lena, Lena, who, like, you know, we've determined was the one that was awake whenever she was killed, she also had her undergarments taken off. And her gown was pushed up. Um, so law enforcement believed that the killer sexually molested her, attempted to oh, do so no. before they murdered her. How old was wow. she? She was, let me look at my Was note. it like 10 or 12? Mm-hmm. Lena was 10. There? 10? Lena was 12. 12. Yes. Oh. She was the oldest out of all the kids. Oh. How weird! How weird to just choose her out of everybody, though. Well, probably because she was probably the oldest out of all yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a lot of child brides back then. Mm. Oh, she's. But still, it's gross. Because I mean, the wife, she wasn't that old, so. I mean, but she was. She already been with somebody. 
He wanted a <laughs> he wanted virgin. Ugh. Um. So basically, it's still unsolved today, but we can go over some of the different suspects that we have in the list. So, um, the first one's name was Andrew Sawyer, and um, no real evidence. Like, really linked him to the crime. But he was they always brought like, up in you testimonies. Just, you might have done it. <laughs> yes. Um, so, basically, according to some of the people in the town, um, Sawyer approached this crew of, like, a railroad company. And um, he was clean-shaven and wearing a brown suit when he arrived. And his shoes were covered in mud. And his pants were wet nearly to the knees. And then, all of a sudden, he just asked for employment like, out of nowhere, and was given a job. And it was, like, this sort of railroad workers that travel. So he wasn't mm, going to be staying in town. So he was trying to just get out of so town. So it was like he was trying to hop town just out of nowhere. And, like, mm. he came sort of looking a little disheveled, so... Dang, do you think that would still work? Do you think I could just, like, <laughs> really awkwardly walk up to someone and be like, hire me? Well, I mean, if we're being <laughs> honest... You could go to the fair. If we're being... Go to the fair? I can be a carny? If we, <laughs> if we all remember, I met you guys because I did that. I, True. I went, he was sitting at the bar having a drink and he said, can I work here? And they were like, heck yeah. I didn't even say yeah. can I work here. I just mentioned looking for a job and like I got and swarmed. she got like, he, like, it was like vultures. Right. That's true. I, didn't, I just I happened that. to be working, looking for a job and they were like, oh yes, come here my pretty. So anyways, so that morning, like, you know. The morning after, whenever he was finally settling into his new job, yeah, he grabbed a newspaper that was talking about the murders and was just like insanely interested in it and just kept on reading it over and over again. Mm, that um, looks suspicious. And the crew said he never slept without taking off any part of his clothes off, and he was always very anxious, and he was always talking to them, wondering if like the killer so was ever always, apprehended or if there was any leads. So he always slept like he would like, always just bring it up out of nowhere. So he always slept like full dressed. Yes. Like, he had to, like, be ready to go if something were to happen. Um, But basically, he had admitted to people that he had just been going through Villisca that night. And whenever he heard of the murders, he was afraid he was going to be considered a suspect. Because he was just, like, some (laughs) random boy. Yeah, because he was just some random guy in town. Mm. Um, Mm. I would never think that, though. But anyways, this boss guy... Maybe he was, like... Because of all that other weird stuff he did, maybe he was, like, just already a really paranoid dude anyway. Maybe he already had some issues before, you know? I mean, there's certain things that I'd be paranoid about. Like, when the police are like, oh, the suspect was a black guy wearing a t-shirt with jeans and tennis shoes. Well, I mean, that's understandable. (laughs) (laughs) Now suspect. (laughs) Keep in mind, this was, like, all through the boss's speculation, too. So Right. The boss of the railroad company actually turned him into the police and shared all this. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Can't trust your boss. Um, eight days later, so on June 18th. Um, Can't trust no one. <laughs> but there was this huge investigation towards him, and basically, somehow he had an alibi that proved, like, showed that he may have been out of town the night of those murders after all. Um, because there was an arrest warrant for someone by his same name for being a vagrant in a different town that was, like, nearby oh. that same night. So they're thinking he was in jail that night? Yes. Okay. Wow. What a great alibi. <laughs> hey. I was already locked up, cuz. Hey. <laughs> what you mean? I was already locked up. <laughs> that was what you guys yeah. So <laughs> We were playing cards and everything. Remember? The next suspect is Reverend George Kelly. Of course. The Reverend. Reverend. 
Yes, the Reverend. Wow. Can't trust them dudes. Killing Guess all types a of little things. extra communion. <laughs> oh my. Um, Y'all didn't donate yeah. enough to the church this month. But yeah. he was the body, the body of Christ was actually a body of the families. Yeah. <laughs> he was a what? traveling minister that was in town the night of the murders. A traveling minister. Um and basically, he apparently had become a reverend because he felt blessed that he recovered from a mental breakdown he had as a child. Hmm. Um, oh. So as an adult, several times he was accused of being a peeping Tom and asking several young women and girls to pose nude for him. Um, doesn't seem very What Christ-like. kind of church is he running? No, it doesn't seem very Christ-like, but also doesn't <laughs> seem very murdery either. I know. It doesn't. But on June 8th, um, he came to Villisca to teach at the Children's Day services, which the family attended on June 10th. Mm. And then he um, left town between 5 a.m. and 5.30 on June 10th, just a few hours before the bodies were discovered. So a weird time to be traveling, 5 a.m. And now he's looking a little murdery. Right. Um, In the weeks that followed, he displayed a fascination with the case and wrote many letters to the police, investigators, and family of the deceased. Um, And he... Like, whenever they would reply back asking for more details, or, like, you know, anything he may have known, he replied back with great detail, claiming to have heard sounds and possibly witnessed the murders. So it's like, how would this traveling minister just... Was he, like, camping out in their backyard? Right! (laughs) Um, But he, um... Then, whenever he had to be, like, put on trial, like, when they were investigating everything and sort of going through all the suspects, he confessed to the murders, but the jury didn't believe him. (laughs) But he confessed to the murders? And they yes. didn't believe him. They thought he was just, like, crazy? Because, wow. supposedly, he had constantly, like, half-confessed and then would take it back and all that type of stuff, so they just thought he was, like, a pathological liar. Okay, so. I can see that, though. Yeah. So, But, I mean, is that the best way to get away with murder? Like, just be like, hey, I did it. No, Actually, I didn't. I didn't. I think I did it. There's people that do that no, all I the didn't. time, though. There's people that just confess to murders for, like, the attention of it, though. Yeah. Um, but two years after the murders, Kelly was arrested for sending obscene material through the mail to a young woman, and he was sent to St. Elizabeth's Hospital, um, where he sort of lived out most of the rest of his days, just going through, like, mental rehabilitation. So, the next one is what Frank F. Jones. I don't know where I got William. I was looking. Frank F. Jones uh, He was a Bliska resident And an Iowa State Senator Um, Josiah Moore had worked for Frank Jones At his implement store for many years Before leaving to open his own store And apparently Jones was upset because a lot of his Customers that he had in his store When Josiah worked for him Left and started going to Josiah's store Mm. So, like, you know, it was like he was losing money because Josiah stole his customers mm. from him. Money is always a gang related, right? Yeah, that'd be a good money. Also, Josiah yeah. supposedly had a sexual affair with Jones's daughter-in-law. Oh, definitely. Oh. That's why he hacked him up like that. I was going to say, that's definitely Motive. a good motive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely. So, um, and then, you know how I told you how um, some theories suggest that there may have been more than one person? Mm-hmm. Um, they think that another suspect could have been William Mansfield, who would have worked with um, Senator Jones because Senator Jones hired him to murder the Moore family. And they also feel like this Mansfield guy was a serial killer because he also murdered his wife, infant child, and parents-in-law with an axe two years after these murders happened. With an axe? With an axe? With an axe. 
Well, hello. If you'll kill a baby, <laughs> if you'll murder a baby, you'll kill anybody. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was charged with this two years ago, like two years after this happened. But the actual murders supposedly happened the same year. Oh, because so these, he was just these bodies were found afterwards. Acts. So like he murdered the Moore family or murdered the Moore family after murdering his own like members of his family. Oh, oh he was just charged with okay. That's what yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, but there was no proof that he was actually involved in the Velisca Axe murders, so he never got charged for it. Even though there was a lot of close like coincidences between the murders in his family and this one. Um, there was also Henley Lee Moore, who was a suspected serial killer who was convicted of the murder of his mother and grandmother several months after the murders in Villisca. His weapon of choice was also an axe. Everybody's just axe. <laughs> yeah, everyone was being... That's probably where the term good axe comes <laughs> yes. from. Um, well, I don't know the term good axe can come from that, but the term axe murderer can't. No, because the term getting axed means like you're getting cut off. like. Axe. And then the last chop, suspect chop. that they had was Josiah Moore's brother-in-law. Okay. <laughs> um, basically, Josiah Moore's brother-in-law had threatened to kill him multiple times in public settings. Well... For, like, different feuds and stuff. I mean, no. I mean, you can just say that sometimes. I threatened to kill lots of my family. No, not really. God, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Right. I threatened my brother several times. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but there's, I'm going to kill you, and then there's, I'm going to fucking kill you. No, I said that to my brother. First of all, if I'm going to kill somebody, I'm not going to sit there and say it publicly multiple times. I'm going to kill you now. I'm going to kill you, because clearly this is, like, pre-meditarian. Did you hear what I said? I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. And I'm gonna come in your house. I'm gonna, gonna sit in murder the attic, everyone. Smoke a couple cigarettes. I feel right. like this one like <laughs> wait for you to get home. Wait for you to go to sleep, possibly have sex with your wife. Bang, and bang. then I'm coming in and it's over. I mean at least and gave two little girls last at your house too. I guess. But in retrospect, like I feel like that one isn't as saucy as like y'all's. But like I like it just because like, you know, it's a whole family that was murdered. I'm so happy you Hi. think my ass was saucy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all I gotta say about that one is, uh, especially because you said the detail about the door being locked, which probably was the murderer, because if he got into her house, seems like they weren't locked. The thing that creeps me out is like, do you know how many times I like lay in bed in the middle of the night? I wonder if your door's locked. And I, not only that. No, the door's always locked. We don't play about that. (laughs) It's not locked right now. I'm staring at it. Who came in the door last? Michael. Well, you didn't lock my door? Yeah, you did. You did showed up later than all the rest of us. I and you didn't lock right. my door? Michael never locks your door. Wow. That's because we're all here. Doesn't what if someone comes they in were all gun, there you, too. If someone comes sleep. in to murder us, I'm throwing you in front of me and running out. Well, you yeah, we could lock anyway. that door, okay? Okay. The sliding door that's we're just right next to it. the patio door. Michael better block the shots until we can get out. I mean, let's be honest. If anyone... If that happens, whether I lock the door or not, I'm going to have to be the one to try to fight him off, if we're being honest. You know what would suck is if we went out that door and then you went out that door and then that's the only way we get out. <laughs> it's through that direction. Dang. <laughs> and I'm going to have to throw you over the fence and come back in the house and lock the doors. Uh, but anyways, all I got to say with those <laughs> details about it's the squatting in the house and the door being locked after him, look up Axeman of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Think it's a valid suspect. Plus, there's the um, person in Germany that I want to bring up at some point in time. But which year was the accident in New Orleans? In that same time period, and he would his mo was he would go in people's houses like 
But he squad. would use their own axe. He would use a book. Okay, so did, what, did they use their own axe? Um, it was said. never determined. No, but that was like it was his never, calling It was card. undetermined. Because he would come in their house. He would squat, their take their axe, murder them, and then lock the door on his way out. How did you just know where their axe was? He because would, it was like, 1912 and everybody had an axe. He would watch. Yeah. He wouldn't go to a house. Of, didn't we can talk about him. Right. We can talk about him during like our still serial killers or something like that. Right. Yeah, I think he's actually, a very valid suspect. I actually but enjoy that. The story. reason this one resonates with me is it was like you know the first unsolved murder I ever really like heard as a child, but also like as a kid, and still sometimes. Well, I'm not really scared of the dark anymore. But like you know sometimes when oh, you're laying in the dark, you can like hear noises in like the background or something like that, and you always wonder if that's just someone. Yeah, since I live with Michaela, I'm like, oh, Michaela's just rolling over or something. Wow. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I, I take my trash out at nighttime, I still run back to my house like somebody is chasing me every time. Or every like, time. but like, if Michaela's down here sleeping and I'm upstairs in my room, it's like, you know, if I'm leaving the bathroom from like using the bathroom or taking a shower or something, I like literally run to my room and lock the door. Well, even I though do. there could be someone hiding in my room. Well, I do that too, but that's because I forgot to take clothes to the bathroom. But you, you live, live by, by yourself. yourself. You never, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> like someone could be. If there's a serial out. killer in your house, Plus they're not going to care if you have really clothes on. You lock your doors. I do lock my doors. Every time I come to your house, I just walk right in. Because I'm sitting there. And you so like, I tell you, just come in. Someone can't murder right you. You literally <laughs> told me, Michael. Because I'm sitting there. Michael, you know, there's you, been times where you haven't been home and you've like, the door's unlocked. No, I never. Michael, I mean, Michael. Never. Michael. Yes, you have. Michael, never. you've literally told me of this instance where never. you came home one time, you changed real fast, and then you left, and you're pretty sure there was someone in your house that stole your roommate's TV while you were in there. Yes! You're, you are, like, certain that oh, there was someone true. in your house But hiding. that was when I lived with Jordan. And it's the I, same house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, said, someone stole he Jordan's said his TV. his TV got stolen. Someone came in the window, stole Jordan's TV. Yeah, you could have got He hacked. said <laughs> that he is certain that he rushed home and changed and ran back out, and he is certain that the person was still in the bedroom waiting for him to leave so he could get the TV out. Wow. I was. I didn't really think about it because I just left, but yeah. Creepy well, ass. Well, yeah, at that time, you wouldn't be like, is someone in this house? And then literally that same but night, later Jordan you were came. Like, oh. I was sleeping on the couch. Jordan came home and he was like, yo, my TV's missing. <laughs> and I was like, what? And yeah, and that's, yeah. So see, exactly. But like, all I right. have that like, so you all the should time. lock your door, bro. But that was with even Jordan. If you're, even if you're just sitting there, someone can still bust in your front door and kill you. But like, for example, like, I Michaela's guess. gone for a weekend. Like, when I come home from work, I just automatically assume there's someone else in this house somewhere. So, like, I have to do, like, a real fast sweep around the house. And Whoa, I, like, literally... Jesse's next level paranoid about it. <laughs> like, I, like, yeah. grab something, and then I, like, like you have to peek around everywhere just to make sure there's not anyone hiding. There has been so many times that I thought I heard someone in my house at night, and I have to go do a whole house sweep. You have people that can peep in your windows, though, right? Mm, it well, would be really hard for them to peep in my windows. They'd have to jump down into my patio. Uh. There's, like, a wall. They'd have to, like, jump down into it to peep in my window. But you did say there was one night where you heard someone trying to unlock your door, right? Yes. And there was one time when I came home and my screen door was, like... The glass door was still closed because it's locked and it doesn't open like it's stuck. But the screen door was open, so I'm pretty sure someone was peeping. Yeah, your house is kind of creepy. Yeah, your house is. Yeah. You remember that one time we thought someone was breaking into our house, but it was just Elena unlocking our door and just <laughs> No. <laughs> 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 Michaela had a weapon in her hand when she came to the door, and I was like, ah! and I was like, who is just opening my door? <laughs> That's funny. 
Hi. Yeah, announcing yourself or anything like Sam, you have anything you'd like to add or contribute? Where's your story? I've been to... First off, we covered this. My story (laughs) is how my friendship with Elena is over. It was murdered. Suspect... Just hours ago. That's not a cold case. It's not a cold case. It's close. It's close. close. Case (laughs) close because I'm, being the detective that I am, figured out who did it. (laughs) Who did it? Shockingly, it was Elena. With what? She did it with a... Ice pick through the heart. Oh. <laughs> Cold blooded. Cold blooded. That's how she did it. Ice pick through the heart. Cool. Michael is really sensitive, just so everybody knows. First off, he I'm is. not sensitive. He's a big teddy bear. <laughs> You're, you are. They don't You're call sensitive. me T Dog for nothing. It's not true. See, no. I would think. No one. See, everyone would think he would be like the strongest, but he's like the sensitive one. I am the strongest. What are you talking about? Oh, see, look how sensitive he's getting. <laughs> yeah, look at that. <laughs> I wow. would say Elena's probably the strongest. Oh, you think so? Really? I think so. Oh. Well, guys, this will be my last podcast. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> so it was nice. <laughs> yeah, being a part I mean, of it. I'm like, I'm like a brick over here. I'm always just like, yeah, she's kind of. I don't know if that's a good thing or. A that's bad not thing. good. And she's just emotionless. Like, it's not good. I have emotions. No, she does not. I've, I've just told him inside. I've never seen her have an emotion like a real emotion. Never I have. I have. She's the real serial killer. I have. I am not a serial killer. <laughs> Whoa. I have seen. <laughs> I have You've seen, never seen me cry. Yes, I have. When? Okay. Do you want me to say it on the podcast? It's kind of recorded. Like, do you want me to say it? That's why I was like, do you want me to say it? Because I will, but do you want me to? No. Exactly. Let's leave that, let's leave that We'll case. save it for after. Yeah, that's why I was like, we'll, we'll talk about we'll that We'll leave that later. case cold. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about this after right. we, we stop. I yeah. definitely have seen it with real emotions before, though. Anyone else have anything fun? To say? I say that we killed this podcast. I wow. agree. It's been really Wow. We're like at over an so hour funny. already. You're so cheese. We I'm are. So this that was, was long. So, that was so much cheese. If anybody is super bored, this is... I feel like mine got a little dry. Listen to. I mean... Nah, no. You just had a lot of details. You had a lot of details. You did. Like she had just because you did your homework. It's like you had a lot of notes. I didn't have enough notes. And I she had a perfect note. amount of notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Goldilocks. <laughs> I mean, this point. And we started off with this porch is medium. Podcast pet over here. What can huh? I say? I said podcast. He was pet. the Goldilocks. Yeah, you're right. I can see that. You were just mm. picking through, taking stuff that doesn't belong to you. Wow. Wow. Okay. Shots. Okay. <laughs> All right. On that note, she's wow. not earning she's your spot. She's a killer out here. <laughs> So that's why I said friendship yeah. over. On that note, so this is our first podcast, so we are definitely hoping to grow and develop and have different things that we have coming out for y'all. Maybe right. like different social medias or different fun events or stuff like that. You'll hit me at my at. No, I'm just kidding. We definitely have more social media coming, so. Yeah. Right. Uh, if anybody has like suggestions for what they might like or what, what you'd they like hear to see about. the stabbing cabin work on next? Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, constructive <laughs> suggestions, please. Let's not get crazy out here. Not too crazy. Not too shy. If you didn't don't like toss it, murder if you didn't like it, I don't want to hear about it. Just move on. Just click no, off. I would like to just message me, and I would 
I'll I'll listen to your story. Oh, but oh. wait, where are they gonna message you? I'll tell you a sadistic ass. Uh, where, are they, where are they gonna message me? They're gonna have to listen to episode two. They can message me at zodiac killer <laughs> at gmail dot com. Stop. I really hate you. Uh, look in the uh, description or keep listening for where you can get a hold of us because we're super unprepared and we haven't figured that out yet. We'll figure that out. I'll create it. We'll figure it out. I mean, yeah. still working and on it that. will not be zodiackiller at gmail dot com. If you be. email that and somebody emails you back, that's on you. That is not a, that's how you reach Ted Cruz, you know. We're gonna be stabbing Shut cabin. Up. Oh my god. Wow. We're either gonna be stabbing cabin or the stabbing cabin. I like just stabbing cabin. Well, it depends on if it's available or not. True. Who, Who else has out there has stabbing, stabbing cabin? Let me see if it's I on guarantee, gmail.com. I guarantee Let's see if it's on Twitter. I it's guarantee work. there's an old pimp somewhere that has Shut stabbing up. Stabbing <laughs> cabin. <laughs> somewhere. Okay, so uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap this up while we figure out our details here. Oh, uh, yeah. There is a stabbing cabin Twitter already. Told you. Oh, what? Wow. It's a young white guy that looks like he's trying to be a rapper. Told Tell you. him we need his name. Or actually, I don't even think this is a picture of him, but... Told you. What? Tell that guy. Like... Tell that guy. He's Now, we, we have it. found the real serial killer. He hasn't tweeted since 2009. Tell oh, him. Oh. then. Well, let's just take And he only it. has four tweets. That's probably because he was arrested. All right, how about <laughs> we We come to his home. All right. Said, Give me the password to your Twitter. We come to We are home. not breaking into anybody's house. Don't worry. It's probably unlocked anyways. <laughs> it's probably... We come to your home and we take your name. We take your Twitter tag. Right? <laughs> we take your ad. Thus, wait. Now, the stabbing, ca- stabbing cabin's already taken too. Who has that? It is... Some old school pimp. Maybe we need to... It's a, it's a company that sells used electronics. The stabbing cabin? The stabbing cabin? <laughs> no way. I'm dead. It Tell, is. Them. Tell them we need Get it. cash what? for your used gadgets. Why are they called the stabbing cabin? Because <laughs> while they're there installing your used <laughs> electronics. The you about to install You fill in the blanks. But they haven't tweeted since 2013. Their last tweet was uh, saying that their website was under construction and they're coming soon. Lies. Well, both of them need to get off, and we'll pop on. And so, yeah. they also we'll tweeted. Remember, we'll always for. I'll send them an email. Yeah, I think this is a serial killer's Twitter account because they. One of their other tweets was, "Remember, always protect your knife." Wow. What? <laughs> that makes no sense. I don't understand. Why is it used? Because it's uh, a front. It's not. Right. It's not. Oh my god. It's probably some red room stuff. Ew! <laughs> wow. You know what a red room is? Yes, yes. We all, we've all we seen all Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. No, We're... like an actual red room, not like a BDSM red room. Oh. What is it? The kill rooms, just like on the dark web. Oh, where people pay to watch other people kill yeah. other people? Stabbing, yeah, that's stabbing. disgusting. No. Is it called a, is it a red room? I, I think, think maybe I got my room. No, I, I think, think you're right. Let me look. Mm. I think you're right. Don't look. I'm you gotta get deep in the is gonna be on this right. You gotta get, get deep in the dark web for that. I don't mm, no, not Jesse about to get flagged. You just let the Jesse about to get flagged. No, it's just tell me I should listen to Offset's new song called Red Room. Oh. <laughs> Let's leave oh. it at that. 
<laughs> and the next result is cheap hotels in downtown Columbus, Ohio. Oh. Probably should stay away from those. Going down to the red room. <laughs> Probably should stay away from those. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, on that note, <laughs> we're gonna figure out a social media situation. We'll um, Thanks for calling the Stabbing the... Cabin. We'll see. Stay away from the red room. Don't get murdered. Or don't. Um. Cool. I mean the red room. Not Michael, red do you room. have any words of advice for our listeners? Probably don't go to any hotels in downtown Columbus. That's a good one. That's good <laughs> advice. Uh, stay out of hotels in downtown in Columbus. Columbus. Downtown Columbus. If you hear a noise in your house, or if you feel like someone might bed. be being, don't hide in your bed. Leave. <laughs> Leave. That's the answer. Right. What? Elena's over here giving you horror films. Right. Hide in your bed. <laughs> Elena's that so girl you just that snatch your ass out and ask you. Elena, Elena's that girl that trips and falls and just stands there screaming oh, instead of getting back up. <laughs> right. Well, Kayla, you have any words of advice? Always carry a strap on you. Oh, I thought you said always carry a strap on. I was like, what? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's solid advice. It is solid advice. <laughs> solid advice. <laughs> You never know when you might need to whip it out. So. <laughs> it's my forehead. Yeah, right. this podcast is just a curve. So I think we're out of here. Thanks for listening, y'all. Signing Again, off. And this is Jesse. And Michaela. Elena. And Michael. Okay. Peace can I, out. Can I not use Michaela? Why? You've already done. You've already done. You already did it. <laughs> you